Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right. We are the good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone out there. Welcome to our second, our second, that's right, the second A to Z English live stream. So here we are bringing, bringing English to you all the way from, from South Korea for week number two. And hopefully we'll be doing this for every week. It's good to see a lot of people here in our, our chat already. We've got Will, Willie here. What's up? What's up, Willie? Hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey. That's that's how I like to introduce myself as well. So, Jack, we talked about space this week, right? Oh, Jack, I can't hear you. Jack, I, you're muted. I muted myself. Sorry about you that. Muted We're already off to a great start. Um, yeah, we did talk about space. Um, yeah, space is cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's that's... a, new, there's a the, the space launch coming up this week as well with uh, the the Artemis. Hopefully, will be will be launching into space. I'm very excited about that. That's yeah. Honestly. This is definitely going your, back to the moon. Your domain, yeah, going back to the moon, man. It, it really awesome. is my my domain. I have my my Lego space my Lego space <laughs> thing right, right next to me. I'm a I'm a space nerd. Yeah. So let's check some of these comments now. Obviously. Uh, we're kind of uh, messing with our listeners a little bit right now because we hyped up a surprise. And do we have a surprise yeah, this week? I thought I we were just going to talk did, about don't space. We... Oh yeah, maybe we just let's just talk about space for the next uh, thirty minutes. Let's just talk that's, about that, that's probably more fun, right? Um, it's fun for me. I, I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> um, no, yes, yes, sir. Uh, hyping up a little bit of a, a surprise jack all week you've been you've been talking about a mystery guest and yes yes willie kevin kevin is a space nerd kevin is a space, a space nerd nice it. nice call very very much um so oh mike creeping up uh oh i i see you there Mike, you're not very you're not very ninja like in the in the chat, but anyway, we've been we've been hyping up a a, a mystery guest here, and mm-hmm. our mystery guest. Does anyone have any guesses of? You you probably won't guess who this person is, but maybe what type of person? This well, where's is? this the comment? Because somebody said, "Is it Ser- Serena Williams?" And, I did uh, see that comment up here. Where? Yeah, let me see if I you can. could probably find that. Um, uh, it was a it was a bunch of comments ago. Oh, here! Spoiler alert: It is not Serena Williams. It is not. It, it is not could Serena be Venus Williams. Williams. I'm not going to say yes or no on that. Um, not quite yet. Does anyone though have any guesses? Go ahead and and type it in the comment. Oh, Jack, is it your brother? Do you have a brother? Is it my brother? It is not my brother. My brother is uh, not your he's, brother. He's chilling in in uh, in Maine right now. He's in Maine. That sounds like a pretty nice. I've never been to Maine actually I really it's beautiful i mean I i've never been there but it looks great it looks lots great. of lots of lobsters from what i understand <laughs> yeah right 
Um, oh. All right. So, what do you think? We should we uh, should we divulge our our secret? An actress. Here? An actress is a good guess. That's that's a very good guess, and that's a type of person. So it's less less specific. It's easier to guess this. Actress, not directly, but there's a, a certain amount of acting involved in in what she does or or will do. Is it your daughter? It is. Uh, no, it is not my daughter. Uh, she, although tomorrow is my daughter's birthday, she will turn fourteen tomorrow. That's right. Well, well, happy birthday, Jack's daughter. Yes, fourteen, officially 14. into the into the teenagers. Nice. Yeah, in the thick of um, it. I don't know, actually, Willie, if our guest is a space nerd like me. That's something that we can ask when they. We will find out for you. Yes, you can out. ask. Yeah. But no, let's go ahead and cut to the chase here. And that's another idiom for everyone is to cut to the chase. So we'll have to make a make an episode involving that as well. But to <laughs> cut to the chase, our our guest for here is actually not a guest. Our our guest is someone that you're going to be seeing very often and listening to very regularly in the A to Z English podcast starting from now. Because one thing that Jack and I noticed is that we're a couple of old guys. <laughs> yes. And and while while I try and think of myself as young, it would be nice to actually have a young voice and, and someone young to talk to while we're here. So our guest today, our actually our our not guest, but not guest. Not a guest, but instead a new host, a third host. member. A third yes. member of the A to Z English podcast is our very good friend, and here she comes now, So Chill. So Chill. Hello. hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Yes. So. Oh, and Layla, thank you for saying that I am young, though. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm starting to get back <laughs> to you. <laughs> you do look young, though, Kev. You're, 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 you're okay. Yeah. I still I've got have a lot hair. of gray in my beard now, so uh, yeah. yeah, it's getting bad. So, Socho, um, hi, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Really quick, and then and then we'll let everybody else ask questions, and you can see what you want to to talk to her about. Uh, my name is Sochil. I met you guys when I was in Korea um, and was part of your, I was a guest for your old podcast. Um, yep. And I was an English teacher and still in that. You still realm. are, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, what else? I think that's it. Oh, where am I from? I'm from the US, um, Kentucky specifically. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So Robin is asking, I think this is kind of an interesting question, not how do you spell your name, although actually, let me put the names up here, um, but how do you pronounce your name exactly here? Like the, I guess the most, the Americanized version, which is simpler, like English phonetics is like so chill, like she's so chill, like that. Yes. Yeah, so let's, let's type that. So chill, like this pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah, nice. do, do people do people get your name like wrong all the time? I mean, yeah. I think like the first time I I uh, met you was th on Facebook, so we hadn't like spoken, and I wasn't sure if it was like like xylophone, like zachitol <laughs> or something like that. So I was like, I, I don't know how to you know how to uh, pronounce your name, um, but uh, Sochil is a very cool 
Like that's it's a perfect name. You're so chill. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so people get it right in Mexico and like Latin America because it's common there. It's an Aztec name, but uh, it didn't it, look Spanish to me so much. Like the the, yeah, it's not. <laughs> the, the TL at the end is is not proper Spanish. Yeah, the TL at the end is typical of Nahuatl, which is the Aztec language. Um, yeah, so it's Aztec. And uh, yeah, but people in the States, nah, they butcher it every time. So I just Americanize the pronunciation. It makes it easier for everyone. <laughs> actually, I, I do want to ask you, how do you pronounce it? Just because I like to actually try and get it the right way. Um, so chill. Kind of like uh, Korean vowels are closer. Actually, yeah. yeah the Korean does sound like it'd be more accurate. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, you've got you've got a, a fan of your your curly hair already oh, here. Thank you. <laughs> Although it's interesting, apparently Grace says you look Japanese. I'm I'm not sure I would agree with that, but I can I could. Uh, I do get that comment. Okay, this is very weird. When I lived in Korea, Koreans confuse me for being Korean all the time. Really? And until I started talking, then they'd be like, oh, but like. <laughs> I, I don't know, I think maybe because I had the mask on, like, uh, even so, I don't really see it. But anyway, Koreans were like, and then they'd be like, like you look like a Korean person. And I'd be like, no, I'm I'm American. <laughs> but yeah, it was a weird experience. So <laughs> that's one thing that I really missed, because my first time living in another country, actually, I lived in Europe for mm -hmm. a semester. And of course, I look European because, I mean, my family is from from Europe. And so when I was there, everyone would come up to me and speak German or Dutch or whatever ling whatever country's language I was in. In Korea, no one mistakes me for being a native. You know, it's just like, no, Kevin is not Korean. And I, I miss people like assuming for a short time, even if you know that I I was native of it. So I, I'm jealous that you had that experience, even if it was only for for ten seconds before you said something. Yeah, before I started speaking, they're like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, if I don't even finish the word hello, and they know, you know, on the phone that I'm not a Korean person, you know. Um, so, so till uh, Ali, can I click on that, Kev? Do you mind if I says, uh, "What is your favorite sport?" And who? What is your favorite football team? So, are you? Are you like a? Do you follow football? Um, not really, but I do have a favorite team. Okay. Uh, so I was born in Iowa, so the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's my favorite team. Nice. Because ah. I was born in Iowa, but um, yeah, I don't really follow football that much. And then sports, I would say soccer is probably my favorite. I used to play soccer in high school. And I wonder if Ali actually, by asking what your favorite football team, I wonder if Ali means your favorite soccer. I think team. Ali meant soccer. Yeah, pr no, probably. Okay, well, if he means my favorite soccer team, Los Pumas from Mexico, which is at Mexico City's um, university soccer team. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, soccer, football is is a football, maybe not instead of football, uh, is is a sport that I like have never been into. I, I enjoy watching it now that I live in Asia. But growing mm -hmm. up in the States, it just really wasn't popular in, in Arizona at all. So I never got into it. There, yeah, in America, we just, you know, there's not a lot of space for another sport. I think, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's just, there's no, not enough uh, room for, to, you know, but soccer is so popular to play, right? Did you, you said you played it in high, in high school? Yeah, I was on a soccer team in high school. 
But I would say it, the sport itself is not really popular, right? Like people don't like if you're talking with a bunch of men are mostly big sports heads, right? Like if you're talking with a bunch of men, it's like who's your favorite soccer team in the U.S.? Most guys are gonna be like, <laughs> I don't really know. I, I don't think I could name two to be honest. Um, yeah, I can like because some Mexican soccer players go and play in the U.S., right? So like LA, well, yeah, Gallagher, it's huge you know, in Mexico. Like yeah. yeah, it's the number one sport. Yeah, um, but, it's the number one sport pretty much everywhere except in the U.S. Yeah, so, we right, are right. that way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but like baseball is is boring. Like it's some it's hard to watch a whole baseball game. Personally, <laughs> for me, I know this might be sacrilegious for uh, some of our our guests out there. Uh, by the way, Robin says that I look like a trucker on a long haul, and uh, I, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, it does. Uh... <laughs> That's awful. No, you don't. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm going for that. You know, the trucker look. Um, I I have to make one side of my face kind of sunburnt a little bit more than the other side, maybe. Robin is just watching just to just to make fun of you, Jack. I think I think that's why he's here right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. So some of our listeners said here that there's confusion between American and British English, and I can see that for non-native speakers do you guys ever as a native speaker do you guys ever get confused between american and or ever get confused when you're listening to a british speaker no no but uh they do no, I mean, say, like give me some chips and you give them like french fries or you right, give them there are different fries. ones but i feel like since we're so exposed to like global just global language that we kind of know the things like we know fish and chips we know crisps instead of like what we call chips they use crisps yeah biscuits instead of cookies right yeah yeah Yeah. the one time that i've been really confused is i remember one time because you know in the uk it's a relatively small country but Mm -hmm. there's so many different dialects there and one time a bunch of years ago i was hanging out with like someone from Ireland, someone from England, someone from Scotland, someone from London. There was like four or five different people with four or five different accents. And when they were talking to each other, I had to like stop and think about each accent before I was able to go, just because they were just constantly changing. Yeah, I know my my mom's not a native English speaker, right? And I know, uh, mm. so I really like this one show uh, called An Idiot Abroad uh, with Carl Pilkington. He's British. I don't know if you guys have seen this show. I know of it. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. It actually looks quite, quite funny. It's really funny. And uh, I, I made my mom watch it. Uh, especially the episode on Mexico. And she did like it, but I had to like translate some stuff for her. And her English is like basically perfect at this point. She's lived in the U.S. longer than she's lived in Mexico. But um, British English, she's just not exposed to it. So she like didn't understand some things. And then my dad, when he hears Mexican Spanish, um, he understands it. But like if we watch a movie with like Argentinian Spanish or Chilean Spanish, he has a really hard time as well mm. okay that makes sense yeah, yeah there's, different, there's as many dialects of spanish as there are english probably yeah um so layla layla says that sochil speaks very fast but layla you also said that i speak very fast so who do you think speaks faster in here i'm, there you I'm go. curious um and that's also a reminder for me as well slow down because sometimes i I can be a little quick. I, I definitely, I knew, I do know that. 
Yeah, we need to learn from Jack. He he speaks at like a great pace for especially for podcasts, I feel like. Yeah, he's got the my, my default. Uh, yeah, that's as fast as my brain can can move. <laughs> Make move. Uh, Robin says, Kevin looks like he still calls his mom mommy. <laughs> I'm I'm just sad that Robin doesn't have that kind of relationship with his mom or his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Layla, you think you think Sochil's a little faster? Interesting. Well, now it's a challenge. Who, wow. Who can, okay. Who can make it so that no one can understand? But we'll we'll try and remember to 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 keep it slow. Uh, and Sochil, yes, that is how you spell your name. That's right. Yeah. Nice. So for for just to get on topic a little bit. Oh, uh, actually, here, Sochil. Do you speak Spanish? Yes, I'm bilingual. I grew up completely bilingual, so I don't have any, like, I can switch between both of them. Like, it's nothing. It's, yeah. When, actually, when you when you say you grew up bilingual, I'm curious, how did your parents do that? Did, like, your mom speak Spanish and your dad speak spoke English to you? We spoke Spanish at home, and I... And does spoke, your dad also speak Spanish? Yes, he does. Ah, cool. um, so, I spoke, we spoke Spanish at home, and then we spoke English at school. Um, okay. My mom was very insistent that we only use Spanish at home because otherwise you're getting like a lot more English than you are Spanish. Right, right. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of how I grew up bilingual. And we also like live between Mexico and the U.S. So. Ah. Well, speaking of living between Mexico and the U.S., is your heart in Mexico or is your heart in <laughs> the U.S.? Ooh. <laughs> People ask me this a lot, especially like one question you get a lot is like, which country do you like better? I would say that both feel like home in different ways. And there's things mm. I miss about both of them when I'm not in either one. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, I've been in Korea long enough now that, that going back to the States feels like I'm leaving home in some ways and going back at the same at the same time. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of languages, so you speak Spanish and English. Any other hidden languages any other talent um, i speak some conversational mandarin um i used to be really good in high mandarin. school but i'm not really that good anymore it's been a while <laughs> um and i speak the very basic korean and i can also understand a lot of german i took i took one class nice. in high school and um i don't remember most of what i was supposed to say but i can understand it when i hear <laughs> high school language courses are, are generally basic and yeah they, they i took french in high school and i remember very little. I took point. like five years of Spanish and I, I've got nothing, you know, um, it's terrible. Um, yeah, so, so you're, I mean, what do you call a person that like speaks a many languages is uh, a polyglot, right? Yeah, polyglot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for many languages. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a polyglot yet. You're I not a polyglot, but you're, you're, you're creeping towards it a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That would be fun to be a polyglot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Socho, you said your your heart is in is split between Mexico and America. Do you think you're gonna come back to Korea? Robin is here in Korea as well, by the way. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. I think I would like to. There's definitely things I miss about Korea. Uh, one of the things I miss the most is probably the safety. I was trying to explain this to a friend I went out with yesterday. I was like, I could probably go out like any time at night, even by myself and feel relatively safe. I don't want to mislead women too much because it's not as safe as 
as everyone says it is because mostly like you get the male perspective of men being like i could just walk down this dark alley at like 2 a.m don't do that if you're a woman in korea but at the same time it is probably the safest country i've ever lived in and i do being able to just like leave your phone and and bank card and whatever on the table to like reserve your spot basically and leave Mm -hmm. and go to the bathroom and you come back and everything's there or just like just walk home from the bar at like 1 a.m or whatever not (laughs) you know what i mean you can just walk home from or go to the convenience store like 2 or 3 a.m like oh i'm hungry you're gonna walk to the convenience store and here in mexico i'd say i wouldn't leave my house past 10 p.m probably um Mm. And in the States, like, it's also not that safe. So I really, I think that's the biggest thing that I really, really miss. Safety. Yeah, Korea yeah, yeah. is definitely, definitely a very safe country. Why why did you come here in the first place? And I'm, I know you're not here now. She has left. But why did you first come here? Um, so I was working in a law firm as, as a legal interpreter, and I really hated that job. It was terrible. It was really bad. And uh, it was really exploitative. <laughs> and I just remember being like, okay, well, I could make almost the same money working in Korea, plus the benefits like are just a lot better. Like, you get a pension, healthcare, and everything. Right. And an apartment provided for you for free. Um, so that was pretty much like the deal just seemed sweet. Um, and I, I wanted to travel and just experience some new stuff. And that's essentially why I ended up going to Korea. I think that's why a lot of us like to start up, we, we come just cause it's a, it's a decent job. It's a way to travel and live and teach and have some fun. And then for people like Jack and I, we just stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't uh yeah, this is my home now. It's uh it's it's interesting to to call home a place that you're not originally from. It's it's a little bit um yeah, it's it's a little strange. We're kind of I feel like I'm always in between two kind of two homes, you know, being right. pulled in two directions. Um And so right. such a where yeah. where are you now? I'm in Mexico right now. In Mexico, where? Yeah, that, that's and it's morning for you, right? Yes, it's morning. Yeah, and this is I, I want to. I think we should come back to this. Uni, you said that she doesn't have a Mexican Spanish accent, but remember, she said not too long ago that that she is fully bilingual. Like she spoke both languages since she was, you know, a baby, basically. And so English isn't a second language; it's her first one of her first languages. Like Jack, actually, your daughter as well she's fully bilingual in well English. we didn't do we, you know we should have i we should have made a rule in the house where you only speak english like socials mm. had a rule in the house you only speak spanish but in our in our case my wife and my daughter speak korean to each other <laughs> and i speak english to my daughter so her only input is is from me and uh and she's a teenager so she 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 doesn't, she doesn't talk, want to to me. talk to dad yeah she doesn't want to talk to me <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, she understands a lot. She can speak a lot, but, um, is it perfect? Probably not yet, but it will be, you know, I think it'll sort itself out eventually. Um, especially if she lives in the States, she will be able to speak English perfectly, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Her rule of only one language at home and the other language at school. It makes sense to do it. Yeah. It's a good rule. Yeah, I know a lot of people here in Korea that do it the same way that you did, basically, Jack, where one parent speaks one language and the other speaks the other language with them. But then, of course, when they go to school, they're going to get extra of whichever language that is. Yeah. Robin well, the, is, I think, more of a global traveler than 
than any of us here. I've traveled quite a bit, but but Robin's got me beat. I saw a list of his travel countries in one of the chats not too long ago. And mm -hmm. You have traveled quite a bit, Robin. I'm, I am jealous. I, I, I try, but I think you've done a lot more than I have. I think this one's a really good uh, question uh, from Jonathan. He said, Sochil, what is your favorite Mexican food? Because yeah. we're going to be Mexican. For it's me, so mole de olla, I think, was my grandpa's recipe. He It's like a beef soup with a chile guajillo broth base. And it has choconoshle, which is cacti, prickly pear, I guess, and yeah. carrots, oh. zucchini, uh, corn, potatoes, beef. Like, it's just delicious. That's like everything, green beans, everything you could possibly want is in there. And um, I remember that if someone asked me, like, what, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, what would it be? And I said, it would be mole de olla. And my dad said, you would live for a long time because it's like every basic nutrient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's right. all just boiling in a big pot and yeah. it's a wonderful <laughs> stew. That sounds, okay. that sounds pretty amazing. If you yeah. make it back to Korea, I'd say you should try and make it for me, but I think it's going to be hard to find prickly pear. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'll have to go down to Mexico one of these days and, and I'll go to your grandma's house and say like, I know so chill. <laughs> make me, make me this. Yeah. Um, what, um, oh. what do you guys like? What's your favorite dishes from home? Oh, that's, a, well, Kev, why don't you go first? Cause you, you, you're, you're in the Southwest. So. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I mean, I, I miss Mexican food properly because I grew up in Arizona, of course. And yeah, when I first came to Korea, I remember I found like a Mexican restaurant here and it was terrible. In retrospect, <laughs> it, was, it was very bad. This was, you know, 15 years ago. Um, but it was the only place to get tortilla wrapped things. And so I loved it, <laughs> even though in retrospect, it was quite bad. Um, I think, although I do miss Mexican food a lot, if I had to pick like one food that I miss that my mom makes, I'm going to go with that comfort food. Mm -hmm. My mom would make uh, a corned beef basically. And I don't know. I mean, this isn't like a family recipe. It's just something that she made. And you just put this big piece of beef in the slow cooker and just cook it all day with spices and vegetables and stuff. And I remember coming home from school and the whole house is just filled with this amazing smell of, of corned beef. And so I think, yeah, that, that dish would probably be like the if I could go home today and be like, Mom, make this for me. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm from Minnesota. We just like it's the blandest food with no spice or you know what I mean? Other than like salt and pepper. That that's spice in Minnesota. Do you so, get a lot of cheese in Minnesota? I know Wisconsin does, and they're right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh you, if you go to the next state over in Wisconsin, they have they have a lot of cheese. So if you like cheese, it's a good place to be. But uh, I didn't really learn what food, you know, good food tasted like till I moved to Thailand. I love Thai food. It's wonder I, spice is spicy food is the best, especially mm. the little uh, the little uh, red peppers. Mm. And I know our our uh, Indonesian and Malaysian uh, listeners out there know exactly what I'm talking about. Those little little peppers that are just uh your mouth is on fire and yeah, uh I, I love it i i think that's a great yeah it's uh, it, enjoying eating eating should be like a little bit pleasurable and a little bit painful if you can find the two uh, those two things together uh you're eating something delicious i think 
And so here, I've got a question here. And, and Socha, before I put this question, I'm going to mute Jack so he can't see what you say. So okay. <laughs> I think I know what the question is. Who's friendly? Yeah, but don't worry. Jack can't hear you right now. He, he, oh, he's okay. been um, you, can the, you can tell me the truth. <laughs> okay, so I would say you're the same. I think you're about the same. Okay. Yeah, both <laughs> <Well, it's> friendly. <laughs> I'm like 10 times friendlier than Kevin. Everybody knows this, uh, our <laughs> listeners out there. Jack, I said you Jack couldn't listen. Friendly. You couldn't hear. <laughs> um, uh, Jack mentioned this at the beginning. Sochil and I and Jack all met. We had a different podcast before we did the A to Z English podcast. And she was a guest on that because she was here in Korea. And we were talking to people about their lives in, in Korea. So that was... That was how we first met her. She was an English teacher here. And then when we wanted to bring someone else to A to Z English, we remembered, oh, so chill was so chill and an English yeah. teacher and easy to talk to and young. And we need that. So <laughs> that's why we called her. And, and she said that she was happy to, to come and join us, join us here. And thanks, Diagona. It's good to hear that, that you like it. Someone asked yes. about my teaching experience in Korea. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, not as like favorable right. as that. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about Korea. So I do really like Korea, but I think that hagwons are really hit or miss. Um, and you hear this a lot before going. If you've done any research, there's tons of hagwon horror stories and there's people who have positive experiences. But yeah, it's just kind of different. And the work culture is very different. And the and the work hierarchy is really something to get used to for people from America. Like mm -hmm. uh, your boss is kind of a dictator. I mean, it sounds bad. Not every place, but and it's not even necessarily a negative thing. There can be perks if the boss is, is good, um, but it's just something that you really have to get used to. And also seniority and being the youngest. I, I heard about this before I went to Korea, but I didn't know how uh, like hard it is to be the youngest working somewhere. Yeah. And what's a hagwon really quick for, for those of the people listening not here in Korea? Oh, a hagwon is a private English academy. Yeah, yeah, private English institute or whatever. Yeah, being young in Korea is very hard. My first, my second job here in Korea, I was teaching at a university and all of my students, all of them were older than me because I was teaching this special program. And so I was trying to teach teachers how to be teachers when some of them had been teaching for longer than I'd been alive. And that was very difficult because I was so much younger than them that they just didn't want to listen to me. Right. Whereas teaching in the States or in other countries, it doesn't, I mean, there, if you're much bigger in age gap, they, there can be some of that, but in general, it doesn't matter so yeah. much. Yeah, in Korea, like even a one year age gap is a big deal, which is- weird. It can be. It can be. It's just yeah. weird. Like, and yeah, I think the the second youngest person was two or three years older than me, and like that was a big deal. I was in the south, so it's more conservative potentially, as from what I understand, from what people told me. Um, but yeah, that I was, yeah, Seoul is a little bit more open in some ways, mm. just because there's, there's more more cosmopolitan, yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more global as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, all right. So we hit uh, 1030, right, Kev? 
yeah, we're we're here, and I think you know we've answered a lot of really interesting questions. So just to wrap up for everybody today, so chill, our very chill new host of the podcast is not a guest. It's it's not a guest for today, but that's that's just what we wanted to to tease you with to to get everybody in. And so you're going to be hearing a lot more from her and seeing a lot more of her every week here on the live stream. And she will be joining some of the uh, the WhatsApp groups as well. So maybe you'll be able to talk to her on there or on our Facebook or on our web pages or, or anywhere else. So everyone who's here live today, thank you for tuning in. It's been very cool answering your questions. Hopefully we'll see you next week. And for everyone who's listening to this a couple of few days later, remember that you can always comment or add feedback on our Facebook page, on our website, in our WhatsApp group, of course. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, giving us a, a quick review and a quick yep. uh, very helpful. comment would be very helpful for other people to get us as well. That's so great. thank you all for, for tuning in and we will see you next week here at unthinkable underhand a bit like the anti-basis but without compass and aprons we work within the boundaries of metaphors compounded nobody knows who planet traveling underground of the alien identity say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill